I'm looking at 100-foot extension cords uh, for the outdoors that I have to use at work, and I'm getting excited at all these features. <laughs> oh, my anyway. God. And you said you have nothing to live for. <laughs> <laughs> this is a clear example that I do not. I could definitely use a train ride. It's like one, two, three, just as easy as... I feel tears welling up, calling deep inside like my heart's sprung a big break. And the stab of loneliness, sharp and painful, that I may never shake. Now you might say that I was taking it hard since you wrote me off with a call. But don't you wager that'll hide the sorrow when I'm here right down and bold. Now the race is on and here comes pride at the back. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast. Happy New Year's. Oh my God. <laughs> Happy New Year, BFFs. This is an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I'm your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. So I wanted to switch it up a little bit and say Happy New Year, BFFs, and I totally fucked it up. <laughs> but still, uh, the sentiment is exact. Happy New Year. I hope everyone has... Uh, I hope it's as good as we all expect it to be. Better than last year? Well, I think because you messed it up, that's just another example of how change is bad. (laughs) Okay, you're right. I think that's the proof is in the pudding, and that's a disgusting term. On this episode, we will talk about the Monday show, Listener Picks, Favorite Moments of 2018, and the Thursday show, Summerberry Grunts, Miss Nelson is Missing, New Year's Resolutions. But first... Little Rafi, how are you? How's your new year? How's life? Uh, I am confused because now I'm thinking, was the proof is in the pudding? Was that like a way of like, like say you ate a chocolate bar and right. uh, your your parent was like, uh, did you eat the chocolate bar? And you're like, no. And then they start like monitoring your bowel movements. Oh, to my God. It. <laughs> oh, that pudding. Is that what it means? <laughs> yeah. Like... So you're anyway, trying we'll get to into that at another time. <laughs> decipher <laughs> the etymology of proof in the pudding. You went straight to the buns. <laughs> uh, yeah. As I mean, usual. well, you said it was a disgusting term. So I was like, huh, maybe that is what it means. Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, my New Year's was celebrated uh, out there in the middle of nowhere, somewhere on my way to New Mexico. And it was very scary. Um, but it was okay, I guess. I don't really care about that kind of thing. So it was fine. How was your New Year's slash your birthday celebrations? Well, my New Year was quite fun. I spent it at our neighbor Larry's. He proposed to his girlfriend in front of us. That was pretty special. It was freezing balls. If I had balls, they'd be frozen right off. Because we did it outside, of course, when it was windy and freezing and whatever. I, we got to enjoy it. It's only cold here once in a while. But I, And my faux birthday was pretty fun. Got some good gifties. And I'm going to have some more fun in, let's see, what, next weekend or this week? I don't know. Closer to my actual birthday. I'm going to go to brunch with my friends. And that will be exciting. And I'm sure my mom will probably do something for me if, I, if, she, if she remembers. <laughs> Ooh, is she going to take you to the Fast and Furious house? Ooh, yeah, her. Wait, what was the question you just said? I heard Fast and Furious House. But let me answer the question properly. What was the beginning part? Uh, is she going to take you to? This is very. This could be a possibility because, as you know, her her gal pal on Christmas said, "Well, what do you want to do for your birthday?" And I said, "Well, I really want to go to Hollywood. So I want to go back to. I want to go to Moose on Franks and actually eat there. And I'd like to go to 
Clifton's again. And so it's not out of the question to go see some more unnecessary <laughs> filming locations. I mean, I know you need, they say variety is the spice of life and it can't all be that thing you do in Big Mama's house. And Twin Peaks. <laughs> Big Mama's House. I like how that's the one I always say when I, like, that's the horrible movie. <laughs> Whatever. That thing uh, you do is a great movie, speaking, so I'm sticking with it. Um, Let's see. What speaking else? Speaking of uh, gifties that you received, did you get the Mo Bandy record yet? Yes, I did. Oh. Okay, so let's do some shout outs because the, you're part of my shout outs. Let's do it. Go ahead, Lisa. Okay. You first. Shout out to Brittany. Going to see you soon. Love ya. And she's going to be my unpaid uh, accountability coach because I want to lose some pounds. Okay. And she's going to help me <laughs> get my ass in gear. Also, shout out to you, Lil Rafi, for sending me awesome gifts. I got the Mo Bandy record. I have yet to play it. I'm going to play it probably tomorrow. I just decided right now. <laughs> Um, my Christmas was a little weird. The whole week was weird. And I'll tell you an, an off air about just like, it was just kind of like awkward and weird here at my house. <laughs> but, um, I am excited to enjoy that record. But also you sent me the exact same, I'm gonna, I don't even want to like mess it up, but I have it right in front of me. The Micro 27 voice actuated capstan drive micro cassette recorder. The very same one. If, if people out there don't know what I'm talking about, then they need to know it's, what dale cooper uses to talk to diane if you don't know what that is it's twin peaks and if you don't know what that is then you're not my friend now. <laughs> uh i was shocked to get this present and very excited and it was so thoughtful not only did you send me something like this that's pretty like that's like you really know me kind of a gift which is really cool but also you sent me some really cool recordings on it that were like the extra little gift i'm glad you enjoyed it one thing you know, I actually didn't want to send it to you when I got it because I forgot what it's like to have a real thing in your hand that has like buttons and switches and knobs and dials. It's made in Japan. It looks like it's new and it still functions like new. Like I bought a bunch of like little micro cassettes because I was like, oh, I got to like obviously send you some cassettes so you can. I mean, I don't think you will record anything on it, but if you want to, you have the option. And then I ordered an extra one so I could leave a message on there. And then when I was like figuring out how to work it and just like rewinding a tape, when is the last time you did that? I was like, I was like, God damn, this thing is so fucking cool. Yes. Like, I had the and, same experience because I was like, I don't want to break it. I, I grew up with cassettes. All of a sudden, I was like, I don't want to like put this in the right, wrong way and like pushing play. I'm like, wow, this thing, it's old technology, but I'm fascinated by it. Yeah. And the sound, uh, obviously, cassettes are obviously not the best for sound, but just hearing it like it. I don't know. It was like I was in another time. It was fun to play with. I felt like I was in 1989. And I was Kyle McLaughlin playing the great Dale Cooper. <laughs> That's who I felt like. I'm going to have to drive around and just talk into it. I've got my own Diane somewhere. I actually felt like Diane myself listening to the tape. And I thought, okay, now I'm going to be Agent Cooper. <laughs> that might be a little too far. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I can't wait to uh, hear your thoughts on the rest of the Mo Bandy songs. But uh, yes, don't forget to uh, get the high five back from Kramer. <laughs> Damn it. We're really gonna, I'm really trying hard not to laugh right into the mic, but it's hard when I talk to you because you make me laugh. 
All Sorry, right. I meant, um, I meant to say from Cosmo. God damn it. I don't even know that show. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So we were talking about before this. I haven't finished my shout outs yet. I almost said, <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to say what that, but I was trying to figure out names for our new cat. I still haven't figured it out because we don't know if it's a boy or a girl, but I figure the name Noel can be fine for a boy or a girl. It doesn't really matter. I'm pretty sure it's a boy. My daughter will be in denial about that, but that's okay. We're going through other names other than just Edward and Noel because it just wasn't fitting his personality. So one of the names, of course, Festivus was thrown into the mix. And then Cosmo. And I'm like, that's fucking perfect. But Cosmo, the kids would not get on board. I actually think that's a great name. It's perfect for this cat. Its personality is not chill and like kicked back. It's he, she is a little wild and super sweet, but super wild at the same time. So uh, I think Cosmos kind of just, per- I mean, it matches his personality, her personality, whatever. Herman. <laughs> Name's Herman. I think that cat is out there and loving every minute of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Other shout outs I have. Let's see. Okay. Also, Jay Inslee, he also sent me a Christmas card, and that was so sweet for him to send that. And also, I know Toby, I already mentioned that he sent me some stuff, but I, my my whole life is upside down right now, and I did not send them Christmas cards, and Here's your Christmas card. <laughs> if you can only picture what it is, little Rafi. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I'm super thankful that they sent me cards. And I am planning in maybe in February, I want to send out Valentine cards to everyone. So um, they will be on my list for sure. Also to Dr. Jen for, she always checks in on me. And I think it's cool. It's like my own little doctor. That sounded creepy as well. Also Lauren Kelly, she sent me a birthday gift. And it's, I get to grow my own mushrooms. And I'm so fucking excited about this. Nice. Yeah. This is quite a little group of people that Allison has listening to her. We're pretty fucking lucky. That is true. How about your shout outs? Shout out to Megan and Trice. They seem to have enjoyed their little time together. Shout out to Toby because Canada is cool. But, uh, you know, I was going to give this person a shout out, but something happened today and we got to bring back the call outs. I'm yeah. Leanne Ward. Would you believe it? I uh, opened up the uh, Facebook app, scrolling through some garbage, blah, 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 you know, uh, <laughs> something happened. And then next thing you know, I'm reading some country music posts, end of the year stuff, good songs going on. And I was like, oh, I got to read these. This looks fun. She mentioned a group that Uh-oh. I don't like and she doesn't like. She's, I think the first time she was on here talking about country music, she was talking about how uh, she doesn't like these folks. She said that she enjoyed a song by the Florida Georgia line. I just about threw my phone across the room. (laughs) They've gotten to her too. So she's corrupted. Uh, Sorry, Leanne, (laughs) but uh, this is where uh, our friendship ends. So I'm, uh, before you go on to your, the rest of your call outs or shout outs or whatever, I do want to shout out to Leanne because we called her out a, a while ago. And it wasn't a, a full on call out. It was just a, a co- uh, I don't know what the word would be, but we wanted more conversations on the Best Friends Fancast. And I said, you know, Leanne usually starts a lot of those things and she, bless her heart. Isn't that a mean thing in the South? I don't want to bless her heart. She started a good conversation over there. She always has such thoughtful 
things to say. She has lists and points and she takes better notes on our show than we take on Alice's show. <laughs> but she her comments are so nice and I liked that she started a conversation and I wanted to give it as much thought. So what have I done? Not responded yet because I'm like, I need to take the time to really respond to her and now I have not. So thank you for reminding me that I need to shout out Leanne. Uh, hopefully that evened out your call out because I don't know if I could forgive the Florida Georgia, what is it? Florida Georgia line. Yeah, that's that might be unforgivable. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was gonna buy a plane ticket to Maine, but no more. <laughs> and uh, while we're at it, uh, calling you out, Lisa, for not responding <laughs> on the Facebook thing. What are you doing? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Doctor Jen responded. She said it was a wealth of knowledge or something. I'm like, she summed it up for me. But no, I actually did want to give her a nice reply oh yeah and shout out to jen because she also does check up on me and uh i think uh man she must think i'm an at-risk youth or something uh no i (laughs) i portray the emo boy image over here but uh for the most part i'm okay (laughs) but it's always nice when i get a text from her i'm like oh somebody cares that is true unlike some other people on this show who Also, Lauren, for a second, a second shout out to Lauren for after listening to our last episode, saying that maybe Lil Rafi should wear only colors and no black oh, for this year. God. Call out Lauren <laughs> Kelly. This lady has lost her mind. She thinks I could go a year and not wear black. That's insane. I think you should go for it. I know. I'm sure you saw my GIF, Jeff, <laughs> whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, Yeah. I know it's uh, GIF, so I'm just going to stick with it, but it, it had neon colors. I'm just saying what she's doing is trying to call you back to your roots and you just need to, you need to be at one with your, with your Coloradian, Colorado, oh my God, Colorado, <laughs> that's the more I talk, it's making it worse. <laughs> yeah. Cause you guys like bright colors. Well, you know, the less we talk about this subject, the better. True. All right. Well. I just don't want you to look like a tourist in your own state. That's all. I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> Is that it for your shout outs? Yes. Okay. So we'll talk about Monday. Listener picks. Favorite moments. This was the first time Allison has done a clip show. I'm curious what your thoughts of... I mean, last Monday, it was a replay of Childish. This Monday... Obviously, she's got to get creative if she needs time off. We understand. But I'm curious how you feel... When you open up New Monday and it's the favorite moments of 2018. Well, like I'm sure like most of us, I was a bit bummed that we didn't get a new episode. Again, I understand. But if it's going to be a somewhat new recycled-ish episode, at least uh, I was like, oh, we can hear some of the best moments of 2018. But then I saw the runtime was extremely short for a podcast of hers. And then when I heard the final product, I was also disappointed because the editing was not very good. And then I started thinking, is that how people feel when they listen to this show when we (laughs) phone it in, which is often. (laughs) And then I didn't know if I should. I think they probably expect it from this show. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know if I had the right to feel disappointed, but. Well, um, when you're used to a certain quality. See, we don't give good quality, so there's nothing to count on. Yeah, it's like a deadbeat boyfriend. It's like, you know what you you got, you, you signed up for with, with us, you know? We're not Colonel Yeah, Jeff. we're a deadbeat boyfriend. Yeah. I felt the same way. 
I wished that maybe there were maybe little uh, music in between each clip. So, you know, when you're moving to the next one, some sort of a little something. And it was quite short, but I did like listening back to, to the highlights. And I love that Superfan Megan and Ray Morgan got shout outs. And I thought, ooh, I want to see which ones I think they sent in, you know, just based on knowing them. But did you, do you think you know which one Megan sent in? I, I talked to Megan and she told me which ones she sent in. Can I, oh, there's more than but, one. I was guessing it was the Harris Whittles sister. Uh, I think it was. I, I have a terrible memory now. So she told me which ones and I don't remember, but I think that was one of them. Great story. <laughs> um, Just kidding. Uh, and, and then Ray Morgan, I, if he did like a whole like, what did she say? Something like technological that I don't know how to do. <laughs> spreadsheet? <laughs> oh, yeah. An Excel spreadsheet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know what he... Maybe he would do the finger-breaking one and maybe... Who knows? <laughs> I think Allison at the beginning said that she peed her pants listening back to some of these clips. And then I was trying to figure out which one she was talking about. <laughs> um, Maybe... I mean, listening to Greg's uh, mantra radish story back was... It's always good to hear Greg. And the fact that he's even part of 2018 is pretty special that he was back on the show. But that was kind of a newish story. So I don't know. Wh- I mean, maybe the Dr. Drew phone call hanging up thing. That one may- always makes me laugh. Uh, yeah, that was... I forgot about that. Uh, that was a good one. And I thought that the... I forget which ones were my favorites. Well, one thing I liked hearing back was the San Francisco Sketchfest, the Jeannie Garofalo. Not only did I like that show, but it just brought... Every time they talk about Sketchfest, it just brings me back to the memories of being there and how fun it was and just that added layer of of the experience. So that's always good to hear. Were there clips that you wish you would have sent in? Because also this was kind of... I felt bad because... I didn't have the time to go back and listen and try to find some best of from 2018. So I feel like had we had the fans like sent in Mm. more clips because I'm sure there was much more hilarity. Right. But uh, were there any clips? Also, did she give people enough time to send? I don't remember when she sent out the thing, but the thing is, was whenever people, anybody says, which episode should I listen to? Even any episode, my mind goes blank because I, I don't know. And then if I had to think of 2018, I don't know if I would know exactly the clips from this year. Yeah, that's the hard part. And there was like so many episodes to try to go back. But uh, I don't know. Was there something that you wanted to hear in there that didn't get on? I, You know, I can't think of anything. But I think listening back to this, it kind of reminded me of certain things that I'd forgotten just I forgotten how much I really like Wendy Molyneux, even though I know that they had like they would go on to their little improv thing a little too long. But I really like her and I like her voice and I miss having her on. Agreed. And then hearing back Ken Reed's story about the finger breaking, <laughs> I to- I always forget that he has that background because when you see his pictures, he's so kind of like goofy, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh... That I don't picture that story. Yeah, this makes me actually want to go back and like look at who has been on this year. And but yeah, I did miss Wendy, and that uh, finger breaking story was kind of funny. It was, and then hearing Daniel's Grand Canyon hotel story back again. Just what's so funny is when Daniel's telling the story, it was as if there was like no like this is normal. 
And everybody in there was like, hold on, we need to unpack every single inch of this story. Uh, so which story do you think made her pee her pants? I Maybe the doctor drew one? Because I don't... The, uh, Grand Canyon, which, uh, maybe? Yeah, that. well, the, the story that I thought was funniest uh, was the Grand Canyon. But uh, yeah, there was some good stuff there. Especially the, the way like that David Huntsberger's... Like the voices of the, the Finnish guy... <laughs> Everything about that story was great, and it was perfect to have David on for that because he's so good at adding to people's own stories. The one that made me pee my pants, no, just kidding, was uh, Jeff's story, after the his Sketchfest story where he was recounting his packing job for San Francisco, <laughs> and it reminded me that he didn't bring soap for shampoo. He brought a toothpaste with just enough toothpaste for two brushes all in one little container one shirt, and then I end up giving him a gift of a breakable figurine to take home. And it just made me so much embarrassed all over again. Yeah, to get you back, I think he should make you bring a case of barbecue sauce (laughs) back from uh, Tennessee when you go. I'm totally going to do that. Uh, Also, Chooch revisited. Hearing that back again made a little bit more sense, but a lot less sense at the same time. Because I remember after, in shows afterwards, she was trying to come up with what a chooch is, and it's still so hard to explain. And I feel like the people that that created it are the only people that can really say, because it doesn't really make any sense. I totally forgot that the chooch was in there. I I forget her name, but she was a great guest, and I love uh, talking about chooches. Agreed. We're going to talk about chooches all day long. Except for right now. Should we move on to Thursday? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, let's leave some dead air here. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Okay, before we talk about Thursday, let's talk about the Best Friends Fancast Book Club. Uh, We're going to be doing that soon. Hopefully we will lock in a date now that our all of our schedules can maybe be a little less crazy. Also, this is episode number 141. We're nine episodes away from the group recording. Is that crazy? Oh, fuck. That makes it sound <laughs> like it's right around the corner and uh but oh, forget, fuck. you know there's like four weeks in a month so yeah i mean uh i'm excited uh, yeah me me too <laughs> no, i'm just kidding but yeah you're right i mean it is almost like two months away still but it just when you say nine episodes away it's like holy shit that's coming up quick and i'm really excited for it i don't <clears throat> sorry i just got my pubes you know i also I didn't mention it in shout outs because I thought uh, maybe we shouldn't, but I'm just going to go ahead and shout out Kara West, who was supposed to be on with us tonight. I think she's having technical difficulties. Maybe it's an Australian thing. I'm just kidding. But shout out to her for trying to get on the show. And I'm hoping what I did is I sent her uh, hopefully to do like a little episode with her, just her and I, or if you want to join, of course, and doing a thank you for being a fan to get to know her and how she became an Allison Rosa fan. And anybody else who wants to do that, hit me up. We can talk. You can have your own episode if you're so inclined. Should we talk about Thursday? Let's do it. Great. We were her little summer berry grunts sent in by Alisa Van Dyke. Alyssa Van Dyke, whatever it is. Uh, I've never heard of this, have you? And I'm also surprised that Allison picked something with the word summer in it. I have never heard of this. Uh, I should look it up because... I there are so many uh, pastry type things that people mention heard of. Do you know what this is? Never heard of it. And why? 
when there's words like cobbler and crumble and some other random things, pie, does it have to be called a grunt? I would like to know where the where that came from because that doesn't sound appetizing, but the way she was talking about what it is, it sounds delicious. Uh, I'm looking it up now. <laughs> also, it, <laughs> Jordan oh, and this... Daniel's explanation of what it sounds like was hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was funny. Uh, I'm looking at GeniusKitchen.com and their picture for Summerberry Grunt looks like something you'd see in a horror movie or a crime oh. scene. Oh, It's just like red globs of i don't know what but it looks disgusting um fresh raspberry fresh blackberries uh i mean so it's just any berries that are in summer there's not actually a summer berry that's kind of disappointing yeah um i mean all these ingredients sound delicious Mm, one and a quarter cup of all-purpose flour yum (laughs) so we're with someone like well, it's summertime and I'm going to and I want to make a cobbler, but that's not very summery. So let's call it something like summerberry grunt because <laughs> that's appetizing. Uh, well, I'm seeing some of them are just called mixed berry grunt or berry okay. grunt. So I don't know who did this summerberry nonsense, but uh, let's get some winter berries in there. Fuck summer. Yeah, what's exactly. A, what's a winter berry? I don't know. What's um, a summer berry? You could just call these well, stupid things anything. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's called the grunt for God's sakes. Come on. True. I don't think there are any berries that are caper berries, maybe, <laughs> which would make a delicious grunt. Ooh. I don't know of any winter berries, but I'm sure I'm sh- I'm surprised I don't know, actually, but I'm sure someone will let us know. Um, I feel like Alisa, Alyssa Van Dyke has had a car read before, but maybe it's just because I recognize her name from being on Patreon. We need our very own carbs are uh, uh, Kelly. I'm going to say her because she's had four. Well, she's not the carbs are. She's a four bagger. She's yeah, she, higher she, than the carbs are. No, if uh, it has been done before. Did they say anything about snuggleberry cuts? Cunt- <laughs> I meant uh, snuggleberry cuts. Oh, I snorted hard. Uh, you know what? I don't think they said anything about snuggleberry cunts, but um, I could listen back. <laughs> grunts, Lisa, grunts. Oh, dear God. You said cunt. Well, I did, but you know what okay, I Okay, good. I'm glad I didn't just have cunts in my ears. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, on New Year's, I was, tr- I was trying to get everyone in on my heroin club. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to be the next person out of the neighborhood group. <laughs> uh, I did have one person super on board, so. That's all you need for a club. Yeah, I don't know about snuggle snuggleberry. I can't believe that didn't come up. I mean, come on, you're a better you're a better fan than anybody on the show. Uh, okay. Okay, all right. <laughs> Even though you've been on the show, but anyway, uh, Miss Nelson is missing. I don't remember this film strip or whatever, but I do remember the book. It was a big part of my childhood, and then my kids' childhood. I remember it was um, definitely a book that they had to read in kindergarten or something. Uh, so I, do you remember it? I have never heard of this. Uh, and film strips. What am I? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. Me? <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's what I meant. Uh, what am I, Lisa Lowry? <laughs> film strips. <laughs> oh, so I'm guessing you probably never had to put had to put together an earthquake kit. But I do remember 
this concept as a child, but I don't remember what year we had to do it, but I know I moved to Texas at, at a very a certain time where I missed a lot of the things that uh, California children had to do in school. So I remember coming back and I don't know if I actually had to make one or if I just remember people talking about it. And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to be asked out of this earthquake yet because I don't think I made one. Also, the fact that what are the Vienna sausages are part of your earthquake kit is hilarious. Like that's your go-to thing. And I feel like hashtag Al needs and his bug out bag. This He's the person you need to go to for an earthquake kit. Agreed. Uh, I thought the same thing, but I've no, I've never made one. Uh, it's always good to just have a disaster preparedness yes. kit, but uh, I think I'll do like Jordan. I'll just swap out the Vienna sausages for either spam or like just a Slim Jim. But uh, I'm definitely keeping the uh, handgun with one bullet very nearby. <laughs> Just don't leave it in the clip because you don't want that thing jamming on you. <laughs> what? I have a whole box on my nightstand. I'm like, well, how is this going to help me? <laughs> <laughs> I can throw the bullets at somebody. <laughs> okay. Uh, always lock up your firearms, people. We don't need yes. any uh, accidental discharges out there. I'm not going to make a joke because that is a serious thing. For real. Keep your shit locked up. It's nonsense that there's any accidents like that happening. Okay. Uh, so they started talking about their New Year resolution. And I know they talked about it last week. Thinking about the future and forgetting maybe that they recorded it before last week. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'm curious how your resolutions are coming along. I don't even remember if you had any. <laughs> um. To, oh, to, you wanted to do the uh, all listen to all the so no the songs the top one hundred. Uh, it was and what the else? top five hundred albums of all five hundred albums stone list. We should look that up because there's probably a bunch of bullshit on there. Um, uh, pff, what do you think? <laughs> I well yeah, the, their number one is a fucking Bob Dylan album, so yeah, they can go suck a nutsack. Um, <laughs> I. Oh, yeah. And then also the Meatless Monday. Uh, I have to do Meatless Monday on my days off from work. So that will either be tomorrow or the next day for this week. Because on the days that I work, I am so disorganized, I can barely get myself out the door and to work on time. So that would not be the best day to do this. Um, so I will report back on that. And I have listened to one of the albums uh being number 500 i believe and it was outcast the quemini an album i've never heard before but is considered a hip-hop classic much like everything from outcast um i'm not super big on southern rap but they are both Oof. great rappers and i enjoyed it I don't think it'll be in my rotation very long. But uh, other than that, oh, yeah. Also, I did not finish my book yet. I'm about halfway through it, my last one. So I'm still working on last year's resolutions. How about you, Lisa? Oh, nice. Well, it's been a little tough to get on the diet trains with the kids home and with being poor. I've been kind of like trying, but I've been doing much better I've gotten a plan set up for exercise. I've got my accountability coach in place. <laughs> I have actually lost five pounds already, so I'm, I actually should be happy about that. So that's pretty cool. I can't remember the other things that I said. Oh, to confront people more. I haven't done that yet. But I mean, 
I I feel like the same as what Daniel was saying. Like I, these are all things that I was starting to work on towards the end of December as it is. And so I'm just continuing it with bringing up my issues with the neighbor and stuff like that and confronting certain things. Also, yes, I have been doing good on the alcohol because I haven't had any alcohol this year yet. Uh, wow. I'm not doing good on that, on the cutting back. I had two drinks today when I came home from work, but it was one of those days, you know? Uh, every day has been one of those days and I feel like I'm, maybe I'm just going through withdrawal because I'm like, am I PMSing? Why am I so angry? And I'm not PMSing. So, uh, I think I'm just going through withdrawal. I drank a lot at the end of December. I felt really shitty, really horrible. So actually not drinking has been easy because I really have no desire to, except for when I'm stressed out, but I'm trying to figure out a new system on working on that. But also I'm just going to drink for special occasions and try and just be a little bit more mindful of it. And I have been so far. And the first, you know how the first couple of weeks are the hardest. So, so far it's been, I mean, we're only days in, but it's, it's, it was a struggle. <laughs> I'm, I feel like I feel good about it. Does Brittany know that she's your accountability coach? Or are you just putting this out there right now? <laughs> I, she and I were talking about this today and just talking about goals. And since we're going to be seeing each other, she said, oh, you know, I want to maybe lose this much by then. And I'm like, well, I want to lose like probably like three times as that. And so then we kind of just got onto that whole conversation of trying to add exercise into our trip and and then I, I just point blank just asked her will you tell me you know I, I know she's busy and I don't want her to feel like she has to do that but you know just a she's you know she's a good person so she's happy to do it anybody else wants to tell me to get off my ass go ahead I'll do it hmm. so Jordan's uh, resolutions inspired me to do things that I thought about over the last year that I kind of forgot about when we were talking about resolutions. So, and not exactly what he's doing, but he, he was talking about maybe writing new stuff and creating new things. And I really want for a few months now, I really thought I'm going to hunker down and I want to start a new podcast. I have a couple of I ideas, but I want to just like take one and start it, whether it goes anywhere, just because it's fun to do. And I want to do that. I also want to start writing whether that goes anywhere, but just getting stuff out. I want to learn how to meditate and just make that part of my weekly habits, like exercise. I want to meditate and exercise to try and get healthier. And then what he inspired me not to do is to join an adult swim team. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at it, but it's kind of funny. An adult swim team? That is strange but he was sponsored or i guess the whole team is sponsored yeah when he said golden road i was like you mean the brewery and then he said it was i thought wow that's this is like a real thing when he said swim team i pictured swim lessons not team <laughs> and then he was saying don't worry i had to say adult so people don't know like he's not kramer jo joining the karate <laughs> the kids karate team <laughs> but uh, well i mean some of those kids, I'm sure they could uh, they could uh, beat Jordan in a swim meet, <laughs> just because kids are small and light and nimble and whatnot. Not not anything against Jordan, but they're sponsored by Golden Road. And now uh, I mentioned uh, on our drunken episode, I, I've been to their brewery thing in Glendale. Um, yeah, when I was in California one of these times so i've had a few of their products uh they the lady who runs the brewery or something she had a show on viceland maybe she still does where they 
were like looking for home brewers across the country that I used to watch. And, you know, I, I have nothing against them, except like I mentioned uh, on our drunken episode, they were purchased by Anheuser-Busch in Bev. So he is under the thumb of big beer. <laughs> And uh, if you're a Colorado person like me, that should uh, offend you because we're snobs about beer, even though who gives a shit. But uh, I don't know. Have you uh, been to the brewery? Have you had their pork sliders or whatever it is that he was talking about getting a discount on? No, I have not. My neighbor has gone there. I think there's one that just opened up close to me. But after you told me about the whole Anheuser-Busch thing, I was like, meh. Actually, that didn't really add up. But I remember during the drunk episode going, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, who gives a shit? Does it get drunk? I don't go out of my way to go to certain breweries. But like I've been to Chapman Crafted since you've been here. I've gone like three more times. And it's not like it's the best beer, but I like being there and it's not horrible beer. Yeah. And it's close. I like the beer that I had there. And they have a ping pong table and other things, I think, if I recall. Yeah, my friends were in... In town, I guess in town, I mean, they live in Oceanside, but it's still, it's a drive. And so they came out and then we had a couple of other friends and I said, let's all go there. And then our, some of our neighbors met us down there. So we had a whole group in that room and everybody else that was in that room left and we kind of just took it over because we had like six kids. <laughs> we're like, we're, if I was there, I'd be like, seriously, who's bringing their kids to the brewery? But yeah, they have foosball and ping pong and, and, uh. I can never remember what it's called. Cornhole. I always want to call it sack ball. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, I have not been to Golden Road. But I I do, the idea of him on a swim team and then him calling it an adult swim team just made me think of something perverse. But then it made me think of the Polar Bear Club and that brought me back down to Seinfeld. Hmm. I wonder if when Jordan jumps into the pool, if he yells, Ali Ali oxen free and lands on top of the pool guy. <laughs> Ramon. Oh yes, Ramon. Just off the top of my head, it's always up there. It Seinfeld's on a loop. <laughs> so Daniel's resolutions inspired me because he was talking about learning how to do. I forgot what he said, but I would like to learn how to do Photoshop because I have a lot of ideas of stuff to create, and I that. I create things with my hands and like with actual things and to be able to do that is so foreign to me and I'd really like to learn how to do that. Uh, Daniel wanted to learn Adobe Illustrator. Yes. I'm sure you want to learn Photoshop so you can make some deep fakes of (laughs) Colonel Jeff. If you don't know what that is, (laughs) Google it with your... Oh my God. I had a dream about him again. I really just need to stop thinking about him because having these dreams makes me feel very strange. <laughs> uh, Google deep fake and make sure that your browser is not set to like family mode or whatever so you can get the full experience. Um, All right, done. And I'd like to create some more art. So deep fake and all of that can go together. <laughs> Yeah. Then they started talking about gaming and like the whole the whole idea of it and why certain people go and in, get into it and being a part of it your whole life and for I mean, well growing up I think it was part of my life and not necessarily that's a male female thing, but it definitely was more of a male thing that they were drawn to and I just remember always being around it. I grew up with it the beginning of it all, really. And it was so cool and it was such an interesting thing. But then when I started getting older, I was like, meh, <laughs> this is kind of boring. 
But for Christmas, I got um, my son the Nintendo Switch. And I don't know if it was more for him or for me because I'm kind of excited to play some of these games. Yeah, I was so big on video games as a kid. But up until my... I, I actually don't know when I stopped, but I can't get back into it. Yeah. See, I stopped. I remember it was right before the kids, probably. Mike and I would play certain games or he would just watch me play. Usually, it, growing up, it was always me watching some dude play where I'm like, seriously, we could be having sex. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, Street Fighter 2 is much more important <laughs> than that. Um, or maybe I just really sucked at it. But um, <laughs> then... <laughs> Mike, uh, he bought me some game and I got really into it. And we were playing it until like the sun was coming up the next day. And I was like, this is awesome. And then I had kids and then I was like, totally not into games at all. Then he got me the Nintendo GameCube to try and like, get, maybe this will be something because I really like Zelda and, you know, Mario Brothers and everything. So like, let's get back into this. And I, I tried, I just couldn't, I couldn't get back into it. So with less time that I have now, I don't know how this is going to work out. But I thought if the kids were playing like Super Mario Kart or something, it would be fun. And we, I got, I mean, he got a bunch of games too. So he actually doesn't seem very interested in it to tell you the truth, which should I be pushing it on him? Do I want him to be a gamer? I still have my, I think we've mentioned this before. I still have my Sega Genesis, my Super Nintendo and my N64. So uh, if I ever have a hankering to play video games, even though I want to play Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, I'll just crank up the old Bomberman 64 and kick some bombs around a very pixelated screen. That sounds like fun. That game's actually really fun if you have four people playing it. And I have never lost. So come at me, N64 gamers. <laughs> so Jeff brought up his his old resolution of eat more waffles. I think I remember him saying that. And do you think it's smart to not have a resolution because you probably it's unrealistic or do you think it's cheesing out by just saying some made up one from the last time <laughs> do you really think he ate a lot of waffles like he has 13 cats i don't think uh, so i was talking with someone at work and he was saying how he doesn't like resolutions that it's like bullshit and uh the gym is going to be packed for january but it'll be back to normal in february and i was like yeah but i think Instead of just thinking of them like, oh, New Year's resolutions, some bullshit that everyone, like, uh, the fuck's his name? Jo Jordan was uh, saying, you know, you don't want to make this big proclamation of, like, this big life change and then you're disappointed. I think the thing with the New Year resolution is that it's just a good way to mark it, – because it's, it's like every time I uh, – like, say, like, you go get a haircut if you are someone who gets, like, one or two haircuts every year – like if you did it on the 1st of January, it's easy to remember. So you right. can like just mark the time. So I think that's what they're good for is like, oh, I tried to stop eating so many flaming Hot Cheetos and I stopped <laughs> January 1st, right? Uh, so I think it's just better to mark the time than to like think of this big life change. Um, but uh, what the fuck, what, what, what was the, what, what, what did you say? <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know, but I, I think that was a good answer. I think it is a good time. I don't think they're bullshit, even though a lot of times I let myself down um, with it. I think it's good to breathe, n 
breathe new life into stuff that you've always wanted to do because eventually it might take you hear of these people that like change their life and it's possible so if you don't even start you're never going to change oh yeah i remembered you were asking about the waffles (laughs) um yes i wouldn't make a resolution to eat more waffles but actually because it'd be too easy to do (laughs) it would be easy but actually i think i would do that resolution uh because pancakes suck I said it. They're the worst. Eat more waffles. They're my least favorite. I'm all about the French toast, baby. Eat more French toast, yeah. And waffles, I never really thought they were great, but you know what it is? It's so many bad waffles. I feel like French toast can be like, I don't, it's kind of hard to, well, I guess it's not hard to mess it up, but I've never really had it bad. It could be crispy or it can be soft. I'm good. But waffles have to be crispy. Uh, Also, maybe he is using waffle as a euphemism and in that case good for him uh but no blue waffles it's my nickname actually is i didn't tell you (laughs) actually i would not be into that but anyway that's another story allison's resolutions are for other people (laughs) to get their shit together (laughs) and i thought that's kind of funny i i actually have as she was saying that even though i felt the exact same way and it doesn't pertain to anybody doing work for me in my house I actually never really have that problem. I always have people that come and like do the work and and do it quickly and they're out. It's it's rarely a problem. But my resolution is for for like my neighbors, let's say they're fucking assholes, idiots. Like get your shit together, people. You're fucking twice my age and you still haven't fucking figured it out. Why am I telling you what's going on in the world? Me. Twice your age? <laughs> okay, not twice. That would be very old. Yeah, because you were Fuck very you. old. <laughs> Sorry, they're like one and a half times my age. If I knew how to do math, Lisa, I would correct you there as well. I, well, just don't. <laughs> you know what? Just get your shit together. Uh, yeah. As a resolution for me, I would like you all to get your shit together. I like this Allison's position here. Well, I thought it was funny that she said she was quoting the former employer. I was like, yeah, what's next? She's going to like start complaining about uh, passion fruit iced tea or something. I was like, where's this going? She's starting to... Well, she has been hanging out with Ray Oldhoffer a lot. You never know. It could just start creeping back in. Yeah, that's true. So Allison and her grocery delivery attitude lady. I loved this whole story. I don't like it when people say, well, I know it's first world problems or whatever. I don't, I hate that term and we all have little things that we have to deal with in life, whether it's small, medium, or large that are a bummer and a hassle and anything as a hassle doesn't have to be a first world problem, but someone being a jerk to you when you're paying them to do a job, it's shitty. Uh, yeah, this story was, I don't know, I can see both sides and uh, I don't think there's really anyone at fault. Just one of those things that I, happens. Well, I can see both sides, but don't be a waffler here. Here's the thing. If somebody is against that, then they can call and say, hey, just to let you know, I'm against that and I'm not going to leave them out there. Just a heads up. I'm going to be ringing your doorbell a bunch. Yeah. I mean, there there are other ways for this lady to go about it. But as someone who is technically in the food delivery uh, business, yeah, I can't leave thousands of dollars of product outside because god knows what's going to happen to it and then we're responsible for that so i understand that but if your company says you can leave it there is it on you i think that's the thing i doubt her the the food delivery thing would be happy with her leaving them out on someone's 
porch, you know? I feel like if you hit place the order, everything on there is like a contract and Allison has to pay for it and they have to abide by whatever it says there or they can contact her. <laughs> Obviously, we could just go around and around. But, I mean... I was still bothered by just anybody being mean to anybody. It's just like, just, dude, really? You can say it nicer. And why did you have some weird dude hanging out with you that's not supposed to be on your job route either? Yeah, I don't know what that was about. And I feel like it came up so late that I was like, that should have been mentioned at the beginning. No. Yes, because that seems weird. Like their case in the joint. I think also, I think it was Jordan, how he was saying, you know, complaining about anything. You don't get anything ever. And I, I feel the same way. I know, I think it was Jeff. He was saying like, oh, I complained to something finally and I got a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, I, and Allison said that her mom can get away with all this stuff where my mom can too. I complain about stuff. I feel like I end up paying more somehow. I get tricked into like bending over more. I don't know what happens. Um, but Jordan was talking about using the fact that he has a bunch of Twitter followers or the fact that you have a show as leverage to get things. And I think they need to do that more. And I'm going to come clean that I actually did that twice with this show, <laughs> which literally like three people listen to, but two times with my eBay people where I was like, oh, I'm going to share this on the show. One time a person was like, shut up because they're like, oh shit, I don't know who I'm talking to, even though I'm nobody. But People can, you can lie and say that even if you didn't have a show, but I just, because we basically don't, <laughs> but it was kind of funny that like, it actually scared somebody away from like talking back to me. Huh. And I did say it this last time and the person laughed <laughs> <laughs> and I just laughed back. And then, the, and then though, I think it got under their skin because they're like, oh, I feel really sorry for you that you have to send whatever, like your revenge card or your like, glitter <laughs> card in the mail. And then says something like, and then started asking me, like, well, what did you say? Like, on the show, I'm like, oh, I'm not even going to answer because that obviously got under their skin a little bit. Huh. That's, uh, yeah, that's not the kind of move I would do, but I'm intrigued. It's, I don't know why it can't, it won, the first time I was just like, it was so, the you remember the last, I don't know which one it was. I think it was the I, the skate one where the person was going back and forth with me and I was just like, the dialogue was so insane that I was just like, this is going to make a great thing to talk about on JMO Patrol. <laughs> and then so that like just dawned on me that I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm going to share it on the show. And then they were just like, zip, <laughs> I'm out. Uh, did you mention the name of the show or did you just say the show? Oh, no. <laughs> no, show. I don't want to throw all the credibility down this terrain. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that was my inner <laughs> monologue. Okay. No, because you. Do, I don't want to put that. Number one, I don't want them to really know who I am. I kind of have different information on there. Um, but also, then they'll listen. They're going to be like, so nobody's talking about me? Cool. <laughs> but I think they could really use it as leverage to get stuff, not just as fodder for a show Yeah, for four people to listen to. I think it, it's a move that Allison should do more often. Yes. Hell yes. All right. Anything else from Thursday before we talk about our favorite JMO? Nope. All right. Do you have a favorite JMO? Yeah. The one from Monday. Yeah. Okay. What is it? Uh, they didn't have JMOs on Monday. You dick. I know. <laughs> is that why it was your favorite? <laughs> yep. <laughs> did you pick one or not? Because we just talked about the one I picked. I did not. Okay. Well, two things. Uh, okay. There's two of them. How about this? Uh, there was the, the dusting of putting dust under, oh my God, dusting things under a rug. I've never actually done. I don't know if you've ever done that, but it 
brought up the clean freaky Jeff comment and him talking about a Roomba and I love mine. I got a new one for Christmas. I don't know if I love it yet. I name all of my Roombas Rosie after the Jetsons robot and I did try and get my new kitten on there and it was not uh, doable. (laughs) Uh, Cats and dogs are not the same, Lisa. Uh, yeah, I don't, don't I know it. Anyway, the JMO I actually picked, I think it was JMOs for Arrows. They don't leave a negative review because they might get judged by the product that they bought. And I think that's kind of like a, a funny, even a, a weird thought. Like, I wouldn't even think of that. But this made me think of the podcast idea that I, I don't know if I shared it on here, but I thought I just maybe told you. And it was based off of listening to the Doughboys and how they did the the Yelp review. And then I was thinking it'd be funny to have a Yelp podcast. And then I looked it up and there is already one, which like they don't record anything. They don't do anything. So then I thought it'd be even funnier, not just Yelp, but having a, a podcast called One Star, where you just read bad reviews on everything. Although I don't know if the dialogue would get past me saying, who is this entitled turd? <laughs> I don't know how much more I can say about somebody. Like, how much time do you have in your life? That's pretty much going to be the whole show. But that's the show. That is the show. It also brought about the fact that Jordan has l- been on local news dreams. And I thought that was really funny. <laughs> and I have been on local news before. I don't know if you have. Uh, were you the suspect? <laughs> was it via mugshot? police sketch (laughs) guilty no it was like the stupidest thing i know i shared it before but i was driving home from work and there was an earthquake while i was driving home and i stopped to get gas and so the news truck was there and they were talking to everybody and i did not know there had been an earthquake because i didn't feel it because i was driving and so they came up with like full lights blazing and they're like oh did you, what did you think about that earthquake and i said oh i didn't feel it <laughs> i didn't know there was an earthquake in there and they kept questioning me i'm like what kind of news is this where you're asking somebody that knows nothing about what you're talking about to keep talking about it like move on to the next guy uh that begs the question then why were you talking to them in the first place well when a camera comes up with a big light and they're like hey did you feel that earthquake? And I said, no. And they then they keep talking to me. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Just turn around when I'm on news? <laughs> um, yes. I, I even looked at the camera like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you ha- still talking to me? Like, I was going to look at the camera and I'd be like, really? Oh, <laughs> uh, if only I could see that footage now. It's great. Great moment in my life because apparently I've gone past Jordan's dreams. I think we should end the show on Jordan's dreams. If you want to be on the show, email BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at GMOs and BFFs. Um, little Rafi, where can we find you? Don't bother. Fuck. And this is why we keep checking up on you. <laughs> uh, Twitter, stupid. Instagram, stupid. Facebook group, go ahead if you want. I don't care. Oof, I feel like we're just on the border of calling you calling it stupid. BFFs, you're the best. I hope you have a great new year and all of your resolutions come true. I don't know. Anyway, thank you and good night.
Dickens reminiscent of Charles A little discotheque nestled in the ghettos of Nickerville, USA Via Atlanta, Georgia A little spot where young men and young women go to experience their first little taste of the nightlife Me? Well, I've never been there Well, perhaps once, but I was so engulfed in the old E I never made it to the dope You speak of hardcore Why the DJ sweating out all the problems and troubles of the day? Why this fine, bow-legged girl finds all our doors? Loves lukewarm lullabies in your left ear. Competing with set it off in the right. But it all blends perfectly. Let the liquor tell it. Hey, hey, look baby, they playing our song. And the crowd goes wild. As if Holyfield has just won the fight. But in actuality... It's only about 3 a.m. And three niggas just done got hauled off in the ambulance. Two niggas done start busting. One nigga done took his shirt off talking about. Now who else wanna fuck with Hollywood Cole? This just my interpretation of the situation. Delicious angel, I can remember that damn thing like yesterday. The way she moved reminded me of a brown stallion horse with skates on, you know. Smooth like a hot comb on nap ass hip. I walked up on her and was almost paralyzed. Her neck was smelling sweeter than a plate of yams with extra syrup. Eyes beaming like four carrots apiece, just blinding the nigga. Felt like I cheaped the whole or that presidential. My heart would be so damn fast. Never knowing this moment would bring another life into this world. Funny how shit come together sometimes, you dig? One moment you frequent the booty clubs And the next four years you and somebody's daughter Raising y'all own youngin' Now that's a beautiful thing 
That's if you're on top of your game and man enough to handle real life situations, that is. Can't gamble feeding baby on that dope money. Might not always be sufficient. But the United Parcel Service and the people at the post office didn't call you back because you had cloudy piss. So now you're back in the trap. Just that. Trap. Go on to marinate on that for a minute. what it's like to have a real thing in your hand knobs it looks like it's new and it still functions like new 